Hey guys, I'm the philosopher and welcome back to FGC philosophy. Uh, today is more like esports philosophy. Um, my life has been very much not just focused on the FGC, in case you guys don't know, for the last year and a half, I've been the esports coordinator at Western Michigan University, and uh, I've been responsible for putting on tournaments, exercises for potential corporations, or even uh, on campus. I've had a lot of experience, and I kind of want to talk about it, not so much from the educational standpoint, but just kind of telling the story from some of the main things that I do remember from this crazy year, uh, some of the key points, and I might uh, go across some other points along the way. I will be talking about the things that I did learn, but not so much in a structured top 10 list of things to do type of thing, more of just like my experiences and the learning lessons that I've gotten out of them. So with that out of the way, let's get into it. I started in October of 2018 and uh, the arena uh, they have an arena. It seats about 200 people and has 36 gaming PCs and some really great streaming equipment, uh, production equipment in general. And and getting that going, and I think it was like maybe a week and a half. I got hired in October 1st, and I think the arena opened like on the 7th or the 12th or something like that. We had to put on a kind of a grand opening event. It was a challenge because no one above me really had a clear vision as to like how this should look. So part of it was like doing what they were saying, but also trying to create that vision for them within their own parameters. So it was a little bit challenging because uh, they didn't have the right information to articulate. Also, our, our target audience is parents. So their level of knowledge in terms of like professional esports is very, very minuscule compared to the average person. Even still, where we are now versus where we are when we started out, we're so much better. Uh, but first, starting off, you know, I had to do the introduction. So I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WMU Esports Arena and like that kind of stuff uh, in a microphone. And um, introducing the team and stuff like that. But we had somebody else also on stage, I believe, introducing them. It came together pretty nicely. The president was there, a few other high ranking members like in the school. So that was really interesting. That was fun. And it was very nerve wracking. Like you're going to see a trend here where I get nervous leading up to an event. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, it's the first time I'm doing any of these things. So it just feels so nerve wracking uh, any given time I do it. I don't remember the specifics of the production, but like it just could have been more planned out, but we did the best with what we had. You know, a few people wrote some scripts and stuff like that and put it together. It had the effect that it needed to have. Hosting my first tournament. The first one that I can recall was an intramural Madden tournament. Like I think that was our biggest one to date on that. Like that was our, our very first. Yeah, yeah. That was our first tournament was Madden. And that was weird because like we had all these other games and Madden wasn't one of the games that we really had. So we had to buy some copies of that. And this was Madden 19, I guess, because we're in 2018, usually a year ahead. We had to partner with the student rec center and uh, they, they see all the intramural events. So was, I, I didn't fully understand the inner workings and networkings of the school at the time, but I knew that like they did intramurals, not us. So we were kind of partnering together to make this tournament because we're a different department altogether. It's it just weird it, the way universities work, different departments almost like operate as like different businesses almost. Uh, it feels that way sometimes at least. And it's not, not a bad thing. It's just how it is. But yeah, so we put that together. I had to learn vMix, which was the program that we use for production. Uh, learn how to do that. Learn how to like put it on the big screen, the monitors and all that kind of stuff. All together, it was pretty nice. We had like a kind of a picture-in-picture -picture thing. We had some commentators. Uh, we did interviews and stuff like that. We didn't... I think my biggest regret from most of the uh, most of the events is just not capturing enough footage to recycle on new content. 
because uh, we we did a lot of the interviews but at this point i don't think i was recording them for whatever reason like that was that was really stupid but i just didn't like record any of our events that wasn't really a high priority on the list of things that they wanted me to do but it was like something that we i know we needed to circle back to it would be me doing the editing at the time so i was like i can't really spend time editing anyway so this footage is going to just sit here thinking about it in retrospect that's footage i could have used even like a year down the line to make new promo material for another Madden tournament or something like that. The only other tournament that really catches my eye is the Smash Bros. tournament. And um, that one was closer to home because it's kind of FGC related, but it's just popular enough to do a standalone tournament for it. And I was so nervous for that one, but I had definitely done a lot of preparation. Like you can always do more preparation, but looks like the different directions that I was getting pulled in with production and broadcasting and operations uh, and marketing and sales. I, wouldn't say I mastered any of them, but I at least helped those areas grow. Sometimes in certain areas like marketing, we have other people, but I have to be part of that process because uh, they need me to be. The first event went off and it went pretty well. And I had some help from the community, from the Smash community. Luckily, I knew uh, 2D Cutie, uh, who hosts a lot of tournaments at uh, LFG, which if you're watching this during a Corona situation, then yeah, obviously, you know, we're, we're not doing those right now. But we are doing online locals, by the way. I was just so nervous for that tournament i just remember being really like just stressed out thinking about this tournament that i was going to be hosting and just making sure that it was perfect and like i don't like deep down i know that i i don't need to worry about these things but sometimes when you have such high expectations and and of things of what they should be it can really eat at you if you feel like you haven't done enough practice and if you're not spending enough time really thinking about what are the things i could do to lower that stress consciously then you're not really going to ever um fix that situation but nonetheless uh i think i did a great job i'm really pleased like i'm really pleased with production and, and broadcasting like that's the thing that i'm most fascinated by outside of like the summer camps and the coaching perspective is just doing production and really uh creating a show for people in real time like not something pre-recorded but like in real time there's a show and they're they're kind of a part of it they're watching this story unfold who's going to win how is it going to play out uh, nobody knows and you all get to see it happen uh, that is really nice and then the overlays and the transitions like all of that is really really fascinating to me and i, I think i've learned the most about production uh, than any other area because i think it's the most fascinating and one of the most important in terms of uh hosting events is that production you want to get more eyes on you how do you get more eyes on you you put on a better show uh, and then you market that show and and you market your your product so marketing and production are probably the two biggest things or, or sales and marketing. I, sales is kind of an ambiguous thing because you have to have marketing to even get to the point of sales. In my opinion, I think it's marketing and production. After that event, I would say the next big event was the Overwatch Invitational that we did. We had eight colleges, including our own um, varsity and club level, compete in an Overwatch tournament. It wasn't necessarily double elimination. It was kind of weird. But again, we partnered with student affairs because they they have a hand in intercollegiate as well because they have connections with different colleges because they work in like student activities or work in sports and stuff like that so it's kind of a, an area they know pretty well and they can they can reach out to those colleges which was a big help uh, they also helped with creating the the bracket style as well so i dealt mo mostly with the production i kind of had a chance to just dive into production because someone else was handing the operations and planning of the event uh and that one was was fun as well I do think that I could have spent more time planning the trophies and such because I made medals for them, but it just, it, I didn't put enough time into them so they didn't look good enough to my my standards. Uh, and I, I would love to go back and like really start to do that. Like one thing I've definitely learned is if you have a prize that isn't just cash, 
uh, or, or whatever it might be, just make sure you have it ready way ahead of time. You don't want to lead up to the tournament and like think, oh yeah, I'll get that, I'll get that, I'll get that. And then you finally get to the, the time of the tournament and you're like, oh crap, I haven't spent any time doing that. Like, just do it ahead of time because it's usually easier to do. It's just a little bit more tedious. Uh, we made our own. We have a 3D printer on campus. So a lot of the trophies that we make are made at least in part on campus from the 3D printer, but then also getting mounted at one of our local uh, trophy dealers as well. But again, in terms of production, which was what I was most focused on, it went well. I really liked it. I want to go back and kind of watch some of these events. I think it's time to really review and see, hey, what, what did I do right? What can I do better? And, and uh, I have enough footage saved on our Twitch to be able to do that. I also think we made a lot of good contacts. One of the biggest things that I'm trying to instill into a lot of the other coworkers is that the gaming community is very much a community. And I know that schools have rivalries, but it's important for schools to work together in order to make esports grow uh, because of the nature of, of gaming. That's one of the things that that event really opened up the doors to because this, this was the first time we had more than just another college at our school. You know, we had a few one-on-one invitationals like we did our club versus trine invitational and that one was really nice that was fun but it wasn't the same level of having like eight schools like going at it for for money and for prizes it was pretty intense and luckily our school won Uh, our school is really really good at overwatch and that 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 was a really awesome moment one of my highest achievements and it still to this day does not feel real is hosting summer camps on one side having successful summer camps with great reviews with personal development and gaming but on the other side it actually turned a profit. I want to continue that. And I don't quite know how to improve from last year. So I need to spend some time. And I, I've been thinking about that. I want to spend some more time now that I have all this free time of what what can I really do to grow these kids' minds, but also help them get better at games at an ex- accelerated rate. So that's something that I'm, I'm currently working on. I have some documentation that I'm working on to, to upgrade from last year's curriculum and i'm really excited about that i it might get canceled but until that does happen i'm going to keep working on these camps and then the last topic that i want to talk about is hosting my third smash bros tournament because smash bros i think is the only game that we've hosted and done it multiple times in terms of the game who it's for and the format of it you know the smash bros game the same open to the public because other times we've done high school we've done college we've done um I don't think we've done any other public games besides Smash Bros yet. Uh, so it was just was a perfect game to do multiple times. And each time our number has gone up. Our, our third time, we didn't hit our goal by a lot, but it was higher than our last time. But I also don't think we marketed as well as our first and second times. It was weird because I was somewhere between just comfortable because I'd done it so many times at this point. Because not only do I do those Smash tournaments for my job, but I also at this point have been doing streaming for about a year at our locals uh, off and on, depending on the internet at the time. So I had some experience with just like understanding fighting game tournaments. I also had more volunteers who were familiar with the format as well. Uh, So I was really comfortable with the operations of the game and the operations of the tournament itself. And I had a lot of help from people who who knew more than I did because I, I don't play a lot of Smash. I don't go to a lot of Smash tournaments that are Smash exclusive. Uh, but I do I do follow it and I do enjoy the game and I do appreciate it. So it was really fun. Uh, I think the only thing was maybe getting more commentators would have been the only thing that I would have wanted to improve on because I had to commentate because we didn't have enough people who were running people ragged. But we also shortened the time by like two or three hours. So it was really, really great that we had more people but also shortened the time that we got the tournament done. That was huge. And the biggest takeaway from all of this is just consistency, doing it over and over and over again, making sure that you do the tedious stuff and really spending time on the planning. The planning is huge. If you can get the planning down, then everything else is going to be a lot easier. So if you just do a lot of work on the front end, then the back end is going to be a lot less tedious and you can just spend more time setting up 
and then it just kind of operates itself and you just put out fires as fires pop up because there are always going to be problems or issues or challenges that arise that you're not prepared for and you have to learn how to put them out in the moment that's just the nature of the beast live production is always going to be that way unless somehow we all become robots and like we don't make mistakes anymore so until that point happens you have to really be prepared to learn from your mistakes adjust on the fly but also have a plan to adhere to and get back on track and that kind of gives you a, a course to to aim towards so that's where i want to leave it i plan on going into more depth into the specifics of hosting tournaments but for now i just wanted to kind of share my story to to some extent uh it's been a blur between home ownership having my son having this job uh and not really focusing so much on content last year and i in some ways regret it because now we're here i have the time and i don't have the discipline to really do content consistently so that said thank you guys so much i'm gonna get out of here because i am tired this whole covid situation has got my sleep schedule kind of crazy but i appreciate you guys and stay safe take care of yourselves and we can get through this together until then i'll see you all in the next one <laughs>